Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. All right, there's the button. Thank you, Amanda. <laughs> so the headline is Trump arrest is just hours away. So... Did you watch last night the presidential Republican debate? If so, what were your impressions? Or did you watch Tucker Carlson's interview with President Trump? What did you think of it? Would love to get your impressions about those things. There's other things going on here in Oregon of them is this task force. I got to ask you this question. Mayor Ted Wheeler of Portland is asking the governor to assign almost one third of all state troopers for downtown Portland. What? Yeah, no kidding. Plus, he's asking the state to spend $12 million of your money to implement strategies to keep encampments, homeless ones, from returning to the same locations. Now, there's a companion story. and This is this, this task force, okay, that Tina has convened. Now, there's a sense of urgency. Now, why would that be? Well, I'll tell you why it would be. Because, you see, there's another little story out there that you know, bears some weight on all of this. On OregonWatchDog.com, there is a headline here. I just got to find it again. Because it says it all. Where is that thing? You know, I just hate that when I do that. <sighs> Here's the sense of urgency, folks. This is why the, the governor is so, so worried about this. Here it is. Oregon voters are souring on Measure 110. This is a fish wrap headline with many in favor of complete repeal. The story starts off by saying, well, quoting a guy, Kevin Sabe, who heads the Foundation for Drug Policy Solutions, the group that, you know, commissioned the poll. The takeaways are this. And Art, hang on, I'll get to you in a second here. Republican or Democrat, the takeaway is Republican or Democrat, people want change. Go back to the homeless problem. Go back to what has happened in downtown Portland. How the city, how all of these landowners, 
you know, like in the, the one story quotes Standard Insurance, which owns one of the big skyscrapers downtown. In fact, the CEO of Standard Insurance is on this task force with Tina. Here's the point. You know what Ted Wheeler is advocating for? And I will guarantee you that legislation that was passed, the $200 million that stupid Republicans voted for because they thought it sounded warm and fuzzy on homelessness. You know what Wheeler is advocating for? And what I guarantee, mark my words, you heard it today on this radio show. I'll guarantee you what's going to come out of that task force is a proposal to take these empty office buildings. They're even floating the idea in this story. But you know, PB on Ted Wheeler, turn these empty office buildings to bail out these landowners like Standard Insurance and others are getting killed because they're still making payments on these buildings and they can't rent them out. Why? Because the city has made political decisions to let the homeless, drugs, Antifa, BLM rule the streets. They're going to turn those buildings that were formerly inhabited by business into government-subsidized housing, and they're going to use your tax dollars as part of the money that was allocated. You wait. The $200 million that stupid Republicans voted for, they're going to use that to bail out the property owners, who, by the way, are liberals who give their money to Democrats. See how that works? You wait. That's what's going to happen downtown Portland. Now, how does that relate to Measure 110? Well, the reason we have a homeless problem in Portland and in Salem, get back to the Salem city tax, is because Measure 110, drug use, fentanyl, specifically. Got that to talk about today. There's other things, but truly want to get to um, your thoughts today about the Tucker Carlson interview, what, you, what did you, what stood out in that to you? I'll tell you what stood out in it to me, because I listened to it as I was bouncing across the field in a tractor. I did not watch the Republican debate, but others did, and I'll share with you their thoughts. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Speaking of people who have thoughts on all of this, let's talk to Art. Art, good morning. <laughs> good morning, Jeff. So <laughs> you didn't want to listen to the debate? You didn't want to listen no. to the swamp? <laughs> hey, I didn't listen to uh, the president's thing with Tucker Carlson because I know what he knew what he was going to say, and I know what he stands for. And of course, I can tell you, he most definitely has my total support uh, because last night's fiasco, as far as I'm concerned in the debate, uh, shows that the swamp is alive and well, uh, except for maybe one candidate, and that's Vivek, uh, who, in all actuality, if you look at him, he is a lot like Trump. 
I mean, he's intelligent. Uh, he knows what the problems are, and you know. So, I I am impressed with him. He's he's going to be the Bernie Sanders uh, of the uh, election process as we nominate. Uh, I do believe, but uh, let me tell you, uh, the Republican Party needs to get their act together because. They are definitely failing us, not only in the state of Oregon, but uh, in several cases, uh, you know, on federal issues. But uh, the debate was just total chaos, and uh, the only one that had some good answers and wasn't swampish, in my opinion, was the Vivek. I'm... He's so much like Trump. It's scary, you know. Well, you, know he, he, you know what the headline is today uh, about Vivek. I mean, I'm seeing it on Real America's Voice. It's on the Chiron. It's also on the Liberty Daily. Here's the headline: What Vivek said last night, and this is Trumpian. He said, "I'm the only candidate on the stage that is not bought and paid for." That's true. He's using his. He's a multimillionaire. Okay, I don't trust him, but I'm telling you, he's he's bought. He's not bought well, and paid for, just like Trump. But he was bold enough last night, Art, to say climate change is a hoax. Exactly. Now that's very Trumpian, right? Oh, heck, you know, he's an intelligent man. Uh, I mean... Oh, yeah, he's smart. Oh, yeah, he's definitely very smart. And so, uh, you know, I am kind of impressed with him. Uh, a possible vice president... Trump. I don't know if he will or not, but uh, I, I, I just got to say, Jeff, that the swamp is alive and well, especially in the Republican Party. I mean, I was the thing that I was most pissed off about the debate is that Larry Elder qualified, and the Republican Party kept him off the stage. Yes, yes. to yes, promote. Tim Scott, and and to me that's absolutely wrong. But Chris Christie was a jerk, and all the rest of them, you know, they're most of them are swamp creatures. Period. You know how how true it is. And by the way, thanks, Art. Um, last night, I mean, here's the other headline: is that that Brett Bayer had to interrupt the debate to tell the audience to stop booing Chris Christie. That's how bad Christie was. Let's go to Rich, who's on the line. Rich, your thoughts today. Morning. Morning. There's a guy named Fink in charge of a small company called BlackRock. You heard of him? Uh, yeah, and he is a Fink. He's a rat Fink. He is the most dangerous, ugly, horrible man in well, the world, he's, I think. He's, he's been kicking around, since Wall Street has all those vacant buildings, he's been kicking around revamping them and making them into homeless centers yep. for about the last nine months. Yep. So the thing that you have to remember is you'll own nothing and be happy. Global reset. Yeah, yeah, who said that? Gee, I wonder who, huh? World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab. Yep. 
You will own nothing, and you will like it. Oh, you'll be happy. You'll be happy. Yeah. Yes, so you'll own nothing. This Measure 110, they should be able to go after the Democrat Party for all the damages it's caused. You mean the Democrat Party was in favor of Measure 110, the passage of it? Really? <laughs> Check the voting records, right? Yeah, exactly. Rich, you're so right on, as always. Thank you. Trump broke the Internet last night, folks. More people watched Trump's interview with Tucker. Over 170 million views and counting. Now, keep in mind, it was a taped interview that was run on Twitter at the same time. Now, I watched it intermittently because it did break the Internet. Internet. I watched it on Real America's Voice on the on the evening show that they had there, and and they stopped it and started it and stopped it and started. But I got to tell you, Trump by himself was far more popular last night than the Republican debate. Back in a moment at six twenty, your thoughts on the Trump interview? I'll give you mine and the Republican debate. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Art sent me a subsequent text and said, only 25 million people watch the debate. Right now, Well, as of the time of this story on Gateway Pundit about Trump breaking the Internet, over 170 million views. So 25 million people, just do the math. My lightning quick farmer mind, I can even understand this. That's a joke, folks. 25 million people watched the Fox News debate. 170 million people watch Tucker. Yeah, you could sort of call that a slam dunk, a huge slam. Now, it was so bad that One America News told its viewers to forget about the debate and they aired the Tucker Carlson interview with Donald Trump instead. Now, I had no interest in the debate because I knew it would turn out to be what it was. Now, so Anne Marie's view of the debate, and by the way, it's a uh, 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk. If you want to talk about both the debate or if you watched it or the Tucker Carlson interview, 503-589-1220 again is that Power Buick GMC talk line. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.com. 
dot news. Anne Marie wrote, Christie won't support Trump if elected, if he's convicted in any of his legal issue in legal indictments. Tim Scott presented himself well. Former governor of Arkansas sounds good, but I felt he didn't have a plan. The Muslim candidate, that's Vivek, cannot spell his name, is arrogant beyond words. Presents himself as the best in everything. No experience. DeSantis was strong, but doesn't have wide support about drastic measures at the border and the military. And seemed overwhelmed at times. Pence made me sick, spending most of his time on his January 6th decision. Nikki Haley presented well, didn't back down from others who spoke over her. Debate was chaotic, lots of yelling and interruptions. Not sure why I'm surprised at that. Well, yeah, you shouldn't have been surprised at it because these people had to try to, had to try to differentiate themselves in some way. Friends, uh, before I get to my impressions of the Tucker-Trump interview, let me remind you that Power Honda is one of our sponsors, and they are down in Albany. And they're one of the great dealerships, and there are several of the Power Auto Group, which started in sublimity, by the way, by a guy I know, Jeff Conkey, who owns all of the power, including the, you know, the Power Buick GMC. They sponsor our talk line. Well, Power Honda is part of that auto group down in Albany. They're a specific sponsor of the show. They have, today, at their website, you will see, which is mypowerhonda.com. It's all one word, mypowerhonda.com. They have 922 vehicles available. And in fact, as I came to their website, a chat pops up. Today, Noah is available to answer your questions about this. All the cars they have, the new Hondas that are available, and their pre-owned certified vehicles, which should give you some comfort if you're looking for a pre-owned car, you can do that. MyPowerHonda.com. We appreciate them for being one of our sponsors, and you should think about doing business with them if you're looking for a new or a pre-owned certified vehicle. Now, last night, I have to just be honest with you. Trump was not at his best. Too many times going back to the old themes that we've heard a million times from him about the the past elections and, you know, the steal. He did continue to hammer on Biden in some important areas, inflation being one of them. This Ukraine business and the corruption is what he continues on. And that's likely a winner in my mind because so many people are just unaware of it and don't believe it. Now, having said that, he missed opportunities to lay out more he, he sort of alluded to his plan for the future because right now, frankly, people are looking for hope, hope 
to get away from Biden's high inflation. Have you noticed the price of gas lately? How do you think that's going to affect you? How do you think that's going to affect your prices at the grocery store? Hmm? At stuff you buy at Walmart or any place else, Costco. I thought that he missed those opportunities. But there's something else that Tucker Carlson hit on last night that you heard here from me. And not that any, I'm any great prophetic voice or seer into the future, because I'm not. I just know common sense. Tucker asked Trump twice about one thing that probably is the key to it all, folks. And I'll tell you what that is. I'm going to tease you with it. I'll tell you what it is on the other side of this break. Can you guess what it is? If so, give me a call. 503-589-1220 or shoot me an email. Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at kslm.news at 630. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We're back, my friends. Great to be with you. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Here's what we're talking about. If... You're just joining us, and you can also email me, and I'll do my best to read it on the air. And I got a bunch of them, and I'll get to them here in a moment. You can send me emails to two addresses, jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. So, before I get to what I think is the most important thing that came out of the Tucker-Trump interview last night. We're talking about, did you watch the Republican presidential debate? What were your impressions? Who were the winners and the losers? Or did you watch the Trump debate? Now, I didn't think Trump was particularly good last night uh, because he didn't answer a bunch of questions directly. And frankly, he lost opportunity, missed opportunities to really articulate a greater vision. He's been doing a good job on that, the campaign trail, but he just did not do a good job of it here. All right. I'll tell you what the most important thing that came out of it, that Tucker hit on is something that I've been telling you. In a moment. Freedom Heating and Air can keep you warm in the heat wave that starts today. Yep, we're heating up today and we're going to be in the 90s, maybe even the high 90s for several days now. So if you're not comfortable at home or maybe your business because your system just isn't keeping up, you really ought to call them. And the cool thing is, you like that cool thing? The cool thing is, 
you can call them. And they'll get out to your place right away. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. You can also check out their great website, which tell, tells you all of the services that they offer that can benefit you. Freedomheatingandair.net. It's all one word, freedomheatingandair.net. 503-580-1456. Here's the most important thing that I think came out of Tucker Carlson's interview last night. Trump refused to answer. Folks, Tucker asked him twice and he refused to answer. He danced around it, said other things. And I think he missed an opportunity. Now, I think there might be reasons why he did this, but here's what it was. It's what I told you. They're going to assassinate Trump or they're going to try to. Tucker phrased it differently and he did it twice. And Trump just would not answer it. You know, they tried to denigrate you when you ran in 2016. You won the presidency. Then it was the Russia hoax, the Steele dossier. That didn't work. They impeached you twice. That didn't work. They've indicted you now. That's not working. Because your poll number is going up. And they are, folks. Every time Trump gets, and this is not a, it's not conjecture. It's provable. Every time Trump gets indicted, his poll numbers go up. Now, Trump said, yeah, that's because the people recognize that what a fraud all of this is. But what Tucker asked him to respond to in that vein of questioning is what's left? The deep state, the CIA, what's left? Don't they have to kill you? Aren't you worried about assassination? He refused to answer it. Now, why do I say this is the key to everything? Well, just ask yourself this. If Trump were assassinated, who would step in to take his place? Seriously, think about it. Who would step in to be the leader of America first, of MAGA? Hmm? Vivek? Corby sent me an email. It's about this story about Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy Vivek was already a millionaire, this is the headline, when he accepted money from the brother of George Soros. And he lied because he said he needed the money to pay for law school. He accepted a $90,000 award some years ago, from Paul and Daisy Soros, Fellowship for New Americans. They're leftists. He's the late, he's dead now, older brother of George Soros. Now, in this article, and I'll provide it on the show plan today, which, by the way, 
you can see when you go to kslm.news, click on local podcasts. You can listen to this. You click on political coffee. You can replay this show. And you can check all of the stories because I put the links up there. You can read the stories for yourself that I talk about. This story will be up there. He said, Vivek, he said, and to be perfectly honest with you, I would have been a fool to turn down the scholarship at the age of 24. Because he said he needed the money. Quote, there was a separate scholarship that I wanted at age 24, 25 when I was going to law school in my mid-20s, in my early 20s, when I didn't have the money. And it was a merit scholarship that hundreds of kids win. It was partially funded, not by George Soros, but by Paul Soros, a relative, his brother. Unquote. This is what Ramaswamy said. Unfortunately, here's the truth. In 2011, the same year that Ramaswamy accepted the award, he reported, get this, $2.25 million in total income. In that same year, he was working as a investment banker at the time for a hedge fund. So he had $2.2 million in income, but he accepts award for $90,000 from Uber left liberal. Now, Linda writes an email about this, says, be very careful of Vivek. Barack Obama was very Trumpian as well. Trumpian before Trump was Trumpian. And look where that got us. Be skeptical. Yeah. You are wise to be skeptical. And then Lynn, uh, Kathy sent me this picture of who Vivek has been given money to. And you know what? He gave the maximum in 2016 of $2,700 to a Democrat candidate. Now, Nothing new here. Several Republicans, even Trump has given money to Democrats. Okay, so I don't necessarily hold that against him. But just think up more and more is going to come out about Vivek as he continues to rise in the polls, because I think he will. Based on everything I saw last night, but I want to go back to this. He lied, folks. When he got called, if I mean, just think about your own life. If you had $2.2 million in income, you report that year, why do you need $90,000 from a far left-wing leftist brother of the most evil man on the planet, George Soros, who has made his billions by crashing entire currencies and economies and very happy about it? who funds every far left, left-wing idea you can imagine, including legalization of a marijuana and including left-wing prosecutors and DAs like Mike Schmidt out of Portland, John Hummel out of Bend. Just saying, why would you need the money? And why would you trust somebody who blatantly is lying about it? Think about it. 
go to the phones. Go to Ronnie. Ronnie, good morning, brother. I didn't watch any of it last night. I did call in. It says after what I heard, they're not going to let all 16 or whatever speak like they did in 2016. That's right. The Republican Party is going to hell in a handbasket. And it takes bad leadership to try to appeal. Like a Marxist or a Tammany Hall Democrat from the 1860s over to the 1970s. I'm not going to be part of that. They can have all the watch parties they want, but if they're going to go up the trip, you need to support them. You know, and you, yes, they're going to try to kill him. Just like they did Kennedy, just, just like they did yes. Reagan, just like they did McKinley. Let's go on back even to Lincoln. We better get up, make sure we sharpen the claws, get good candidates between now and March to run, walk with God, and stand for liberty. God bless you. Well said, Ronnie. Thank you at 648. Back in a moment. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. So what did you think about the Republican debate? If you watched it, what did you think about Trump's non-answers and the missed opportunities in his interview with Tucker. I think they are no doubt going to try to assassinate Donald Trump. It's the only thing they have left to do, folks. The only place they can go next. Nothing they've tried against Trump. And I mean the deep state folks. Nothing they've tried with Trump is going to work. Has worked. Nothing. They have no choice. He's been very public that he's going to dismantle the deep state. You know who else tried that? John F. Kennedy. What happened to him? The CIA assassinated him along with the mafia. Trump, mark my words, they will try to assassinate him. Julie writes an email says it was an exercise debate and other foolishness. It was an exercise in screaming and rudeness. Three people stood out. Vivek was clear, concise, and coherent. He had ideas which were workable, save foreign policy. I like DeSantis and from the dark horse Bergam. I'd like to hear more from him. They had ideas which were workable and useful. Pence was not humble and very irritating. The rest were, I am voting against the walking cadaver candidates. Did you know Portland was one of 14 cities which plans to ban meat, dairy, and private cars by 2035? Yep. The city of roses will become city of pine needles, dry toast, and malnutrition with empty streets. The upside, walking cadaver will not visit. No ice cream. Oh, Julie, that is so good. So good. No ice cream. The walking cadaver. Joe Bidensky. 
I didn't know that Portland was on that 14 city list. The list I saw, I hadn't seen that, but maybe it was an incomplete list. This was Michael Bloomberg's group. We talked about him a couple of days ago. To ban all meat, all dairy, and all private cars by 2035 in seven years. Didn't know that. Wouldn't surprise me, though. Something that you should take note of, folks, is your opportunity to support Mike Lindell by buying his products. He is standing firm for fair elections and transparent elections in America. So much so that, you know, he's got billions of dollars of lawsuits against him by these voting machine companies, right? One of the ways you can support him is not just to give directly to the Lindell Offense Fund, legal fund, like I am doing, and I hope you do too, but also at buying his products at MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com, and you can not only support Mike Lindell's efforts and the great company that is employee-owned, but you also can support this radio show, this show specifically, not just KSLN. But this show specifically, by going to MyPillow.com and using the discount code PC23. That's the acronym for political coffee in the year 23, PC23. I cannot tell you how impressed I am with all of the products so far that I've tried of Mike Lindell's at MyPillow. You know I've been sleeping on a MyPillow for at least the last 12 years. I bought towel sets because I saw his commercial about it. I thought, really, are they that good? So I bought them at a discount. And I'm telling you, those towels are the most amazing towels I've ever had. They dry like no towel I've ever tried. And now they have dish towels, not just the bath towels and the hand towels and the washcloths, but dish towels that act the same way. So go to MyPillow.com. Use the discount code PC23, and you can buy all these products at a huge discount, especially during the 20th anniversary of MyPillow. Use the discount code PC23. Let's go to Kathy. He's on the line, then we'll go to Gary. Kathy, good morning. Good morning. Um, Just quickly, if anybody's going to start giving money uh, to the Republican Party, don't give it to Ronna McDaniel. She doesn't give money to candidates she doesn't like. So give it to the individual candidate. Secondly, when you brought up uh, President Trump being, you know, assassinated or whatever, immediately I just started thinking about David, how King Saul wanted to kill him. He wanted to kill him. He wanted to kill him. That's right. And he couldn't. God can, God can protect people, I think, from a speeding bullet. So, yes. And that has to be our prayer, Kathy, truly. Yes. But I ask the question, and, and quickly see if you can answer it. If Trump is assassinated, who would lead the America First I've, agenda? Is there anybody? I've been thinking about it ever since you said that. And the problem is we've all known Donald Trump for decades and he's just always been the same guy pretty much so i just don't know of anybody that has his 
reputation and clout and recognition. We all feel like we know him. That's right. Thank you, Kathy. Got to go quickly to Gary. Go Beavs. You're last up. Go. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. Uh, somebody could have actually won that debate last night by saying that uh, they're suspending their campaign in protest of the uh, witch hunt on uh, Trump. The fact that these that he does not have attorney lawyer uh, per, attorney privilege, uh, that his attorneys are being uh, indicted, he's being indicted on fake charges. Uh, freedom of speech no longer exists. And that guy could have, he would have walked away winning the whole thing because none of them are going to beat Trump. So why even pretend? Uh, they should have done the right thing. And really, they should suspend their campaigns anyway because this is an outrage. You're right. Excellent point, Gary. Thank you. You've made it. Go Beavs. Rick writes an email. Trump plays chess. Did you hear President Trump say early on in the interview, interview I am president? I believe there have been numerous attempts on President Trump's life. President Trump is not going to address assassination, nor who might take his place. He's a positive thinker and a forward-acting chess player. He used his time not to speculate, but to share what he wanted us to take away, ending with people are good, but mad. Wilbur says, I've always found it interesting when it comes to political BS, how words like decency and morality seem off limits. Doug writes about lockdowns and mask enforcement. The most expeditious way to put an abrupt end to the cult of COVID-23 is simple. Just ask the most ardent supporters of injection tyranny whether they plan to take boosters. Many of these blanks demonize those of us who refused the prison replicated shots. You're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, Richard, thank you for the email. I don't have time to get to it today. I appreciate it. Thanks to all of you for listening. We're going to be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's Freedom Friday. Call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically. So make it a great day. Pray for this great nation. Pray for Trump and others. See you tomorrow.